My money don't jiggle jiggle, it folds I like to see you wiggle wiggle, for sure It makes me wanna dribble dribble, you know Riding in my Fiat, you really have to see it Six feet two in a compact, no slack But luckily the seats go back I got a knack to relax in my mind Sipping some red, red wine Nice You're listening to the number one podcast For Olive Branch and Eastern DeSoto County This is O. Be on deck for today, guys. We got some hot topics to talk about. Got a little audio on some Joe Biden. Maybe get a little tickle, a little laugh. Got some great local news. A couple dad jokes. Something a little different this week. I hope I get T to giggle a little bit better. Got to be riddle me this, as well as a great motivational message. Uh, and of course, some random facts and stories you didn't know. Even got a bonus one in there. And one that's maybe a little risque. But I went ahead and threw it in there just so you get a little... You know, a little sizzle on this one. And, of course, we've got just a small little sports section. But, of course, that's our show for this week. T, how's your week been, brother? But before, before we start, let me just say we are recording on Sunday, which is Father's Day. So let me start by saying happy Father's Day, brother. Same to you, Zach. I appreciate that, man. Happy Father's Day. I'm sitting here sizzling, man. You said the word sizzling, so I'm sizzling. <laughs> out, yeah, out There's here. nothing better What's than using food adjectives. For, you know, instead of saying oh. things are cool or awesome, you should say, that's gravy. Oh, that's sizzling. Well, you know, things of that yeah, nature. That, yeah, well, it's sizzling okay. Uh, summer is here, and <laughs> I think it's here to stay for quite some time. So Yeah. Well, hey, I also want to say thank you for you and Cash kind of subbing in last week. I know I went out of town for vacation, and y'all put something together for everybody, and I appreciate that. Um, but Oh, well, you're welcome. I'm just glad all the pictures I saw on Facebook, you kept your shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, you got to cut me, man. <laughs> got to cut me. I see how it is. You know, T, uh, talking about something else that's hot, and that is the housing market. Now, believe it or not, if you look at the stats and everything like that, talking to Brian the other day, the housing market actually is starting to slow down. Uh, prices are still staying high, but if you're in the market to sell your home or you're looking to buy one, there's no one better than our realtor, and that is Brian Couch of Team Couch of Birch Realty. Guys, if you are seriously are in the market, he is the best in the business. He's been voted that way five times here in DeSoto County. They have done millions of dollars worth of real estate over the last several years and numerous, numerous positive reviews. Heck, I've had two of my friends in the recent last six months use him and had great, great success. If this is something you want to do, check them out. You can call their office at 662-449-1700, or you can call Brian Sell, which is 901-461-7653, which does spell sold. Remember, every home needs a couch. All right, let's let's play this Joe Biden thing, man. Yeah, man. I'm so, for it. I'm of course, for it. somebody sent me this audio track off of TikTok, and it's a it's a song that somebody made about going to the gas pumps. And I just I got to put it in here. And of course, I'm not trying to get in the political side of things. I just think that it is pure gold that somebody was able to take another song and twist it around to make it where you know it's satire towards the president and stuff. And it's just good stuff. So let's go to the audio now. What do you want to tell Joe Biden right now? Joe Biden, you really done it this time. Just when everything was going just fine. I pulled up to that Circle K to put gas in my Chevrolet. You got me digging for my last dime because you wanted to shut off the pipeline. Put my 20 down out on pump three, but that needle never moved past deep. And in that angry moment, I did what everybody's done. I rolled all my windows down just to shout, let's go, Brandon. I'm staring at my dash with the gas light. Been hearing that chime for the whole ride. I can't wait. Till his term is done And I hope Big Don still wants to run To make this country great If it ain't too late Okay, so tell me something that wasn't true about that <laughs> you know, it's, I, I knew it, you were going to go there It's so funny But it's also so depressing and sad At the yes. very same time Yes, I mean, golly, man! Tell me something that 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 dude, whoever that dude was, who wrote that song and just sang that. Tell me something in there that isn't a fact. <laughs> I hear you. Well, look, the one thing I do know is is that I don't like to be misinformed when it comes to things. I really, really don't. There's nothing worse than right. getting into an argument, thinking you know something, and finding out later that you're dead wrong. 
you know, oh. and the reality oh. of it is, is that, yeah, the reality <laughs> of it is, is that when it comes to gas prices right now, there is no singular thing that is causing it and there is no singular thing that would cure it. And that's what a lot of people don't understand when it comes to gas prices. Our gas prices right now are a culmination of several things that have happened over the last three to four years between oil deals, the flooding of the market, uh, the pandemic, the resurgence of people getting back out after the COVID uh, pandemic and things of that nature, uh, the, the loss of several, several petroleum companies or gas oil companies in the U.S. right prior to COVID and ones that did not open up after COVID. Uh, and so there's just a lot going on. And plus, you have to look at it this way. People are talking about we should be doing more and more in the United States. You have to look at it as that, yes, the Keystone Pipeline, that hurt us significantly. And yes, that you can say that is directly related to Joe Biden. But you can also look at it as too is that there, we are a very unique country when it comes to oil production because we actually drill on unsubstantiated wells. You know, like if you go over to the Middle East, you just turn the valve on and more oil comes out. Well, over here, you can drill five wells. Well, one might produce. Well, it takes a lot of resource, time, money. Different so there's a lot of contributing factors. But con- currently, yes, there could be a lot of things that could be going on that could help improve things a lot faster. Those things are not happening. Thus, Joe Biden, your current president, is getting to blame. And so that's where we are. It just sucks because, you know, I, t- I took a trip to the beach and the lowest gas price I got was $4.40, you know, and there was a line around the corner for the place, you know, or several places like I've heard of Sam's and everything else. So, you know, yeah, it's a good funny song, but it's not funny when you really think about it when you go to the pump and you're hitting, you know, $100 when you go to fill your car up. And it, and it sucks. It really, really sucks. You know, he talks about how the economy is turning around and things are great. And, you know, he's got some people in the administration talking about how inflation is really a good thing for the country. Yeah, if you're a millionaire, I'm sure you're not being hit by anything. But my point of the matter is, is if you want to continue to grow the economy, open up the oil spigots that we have over here already. Put those people back to work. Let them start earning some money again. Let's go ahead and and start – making sure that the the amount of uh, of oil and gasoline is available uh, to our country at a rate to whereas we don't have to pay these exorbitant prices the last time i was alive the last time when when jimmy carter uh, was going on i don't think you were zach but i was alive during that time now i was a little kid but i do remember some of the conversations in my household uh, especially you know my mom didn't work my dad was the only breadwinner you know mom and dad had six kids that they had to take care and feed and they're having discussions about how they're going to pay for dad to be able to get gas in the car in order for him to go to work you know but now the average uh, the average gallon the average price for a gallon of gas now is as high as it's ever been, even higher than when Jimmy Carter was president. So you, I, I don't understand the mentality. Uh, I, I think that there are some some backdoor dealings that are going on. I know that's easy to throw that out there, but I can't imagine uh, a leader of a country intentionally sitting on things and not doing a doggone thing to try to help the average American be able to uh, – uh, afford the gas so that our our trucking industry can can uh, uh, run more smoothly, m- run more efficient. Look, you know a lot of things are back in stores nowadays, but you know you you gotta you gotta go into the store three or four times a week to make sure that that what what you hope you you'll need later down the road is even going to be in stock. I mean, we still have some stock issues in, in stores, at least where I live. So. You know, it affects everything. It's what drives the economy. Let's put it to you this way. Oil is so important that you can hardly name a war where it wasn't fought over oil. Yeah, no, I hear you, brother. Well, look, you could always do like Joe Biden and, you know, get your bike out and uh, hey. unfortunately make yourself just another meme as you uh, can't get your foot out of the pedal and fall flat on your face for the entire yeah. world to see. That's something, uh, yep. you know, I got on TikTok and there must be over a thousand memes on it. And I just, it, does, it never, it never, it never helps the situation, but you know, Hey, it gives people a giggle, but well, just be careful what you ask for. Cause you might just get it. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a prediction T. I'm willing to bet by the time that gets to the next election for president, the gas prices will be drastically back down and someone will be claiming that they are the savior and that'll be their platform for how they try to get reelected. Just putting it out there. We'll see. Yep. Well, guys, again, that was our hot topic section, but I hope you enjoyed. Do you remember? I remember.
Let's get over to our news, man. And of course, this is brought to you by our good friends at Michael Hatcher and Associates, the number one landscape company here in Olive Branch. Now, guys, we mention them each and every week because this is one of the top companies to work for in Olive Branch. If you're a person who is looking for a new career or looking for a job just at a company that's going to take care of you, pay you well, give you good benefits, insurance, and you're going to feel valued and appreciated for what you do, it doesn't matter if you have any experience in any of the fields. They're going to take care of you one way or the other. Heck, their motto is hire for life. Go check them out at HatcherLandscape.com or you can call Gabby, who is their town acquisition manager, at 662-755-3207 and she can tell you all about the positions they have, which they are numerous if you're interested today. Tell you, what do we got on the news today, man? On tap here, we have on May 13th, Last month, actually, officers in the Olive Branch Police Department responded to a report of shots fired at 5150 Goodman Road over there by Target. Subsequent investigations led to the identification of potential suspects related to this incident. With assistance from the United States Marshal Service and Shelby County Sheriff's Office, the following suspect has been arrested and charged with attempted murder. Wow. In connection with this incident. Dylan Munn, 22, of 3527 Allendale Lane in Memphis, was arrested. A bond of $100,000 has been set. Mr. Munn is currently awaiting extradition, and this remains an active and ongoing investigation with additional arrests expected. Is this the one that you were talking about a couple of That's weeks right. ago? That's right. Exactly. There, the was, there was a wow. big shootout over there at Target. Multiple cars hit, glass everywhere. Uh, no one got hurt. Uh, and then, of course, there was a rumor that it was some local high school kids. Um, there's just a lot going on with this, but this is, seems to be the first arrest. And so we definitely applaud the Olive Branch uh, uh, you know, Police Department in conjunction with these other uh, agencies and uh, making this arrest. Uh, I am curious about just a $100,000 bond. You know, when somebody does attempted murder, that seems a little low. But, hey, you know. Uh, he's in Memphis waiting extradition, and we'll see how this goes. But like you said there, they're expecting other people to be arrested. I got news for you. you didn't. You, I doubt you were solo when you were shooting. There was probably more guns involved, more people. It's just sad that it happened here in our, uh, our lovely little area. Yeah, that's uh, – I, I hit a little too close to home. No doubt. That's for no sure. No doubt. Do you wish your yard was as nice as your neighbor's or maybe the best in the neighborhood? There is a company that can grant your wish, and that is Masterlawn. They have been serving the Olive Branch area for over 25 years. They have amazing courteous service and results that are unbeatable. If you go to their website, masterlawninc.com, which is that is spelled masterlawninc.com, you can check out all the services they offer, as well as a user-friendly quote system to get you started. If you prefer to use the phone, you can always contact them at 901-250-0873. All right, next up, Zach, did you know that we had a holiday last week? Let me guess, you're talking about Flag Day. Ding, 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 ding. Tell him what he's won, Johnny. That is correct. (laughs) On June 14th was Flag Day. So here's a little history behind it, okay? So when the American Revolution broke out in 1775, the colonists weren't fighting under a single flag. Instead, most regiments participating in the war for independence against the British fought under their own flags. Kind of like, you know, if Mississippi had a flag and Alabama had a flag yep. and Michigan mm-hmm. had a flag, there wasn't anything that brought them all together. So in June of 1775, the Second Continental Congress met in Philadelphia to create the Continental Army, which was a united colonial fighting force with the hopes of a more organized battle against its colonial oppressors. This led to the creation of what was essentially the first American flag, the Continental Colors. Now, for some, this flag, which was comprised of 13 red and white alternating stripes and a Union Jack in the corner, was too similar to that of the British flag. So George Washington soon realized that flying a flag that was even remotely close to the British flag was not a great confidence builder for the revolutionary effort. So he turned his efforts towards creating a new symbol of freedom for the soon-to-be fledging nation. So on June 14, 1777, the Second Continental Congress took a break from writing the Articles of Confederation and passed a resolution stating that the flag of the United States will be 13 stripes, 
alternating red and white, and that the union be 13 stars, white in a blue field, representing a new constellation. A flag of this design was carried into battle on September 11th, 1777, in the Battle of the Brandywine. The American flag was first saluted by foreign naval vessels on February 14, 1778, when the Ranger, bearing the Stars and Stripes and under the command of Captain Paul Jones, arrived in a French port. The flag first flew over a foreign territory in early 1778 at Nassau, Bahama Islands, where Americans captured a British fort. Observance of the adoption of the flag was not soon in coming, however, Although there are many claims to the first official observance of Flag Day, all but one took place more than an entire century after the flag's adoption in 1777. The first claim was from the Hartford, Connecticut celebration during the summer of 1861. In the late 1800s, schools all over the United States held Flag Day programs to contribute to the Americanization of immigrant children and the observance caught on with individual communities. The most recognized claim, however, comes from New York. On June 14, 1889, Professor George Bolch, principal of a free kindergarten for the poor of New York City, had his school hold a patriotic ceremonies to observe the anniversary of the Flag Day Resolution. This initiative attracted attention from the State Department of Education, which arranged to have the day observed in all public schools thereafter. Soon, the state legislature passed a law making it the responsibility of the state superintendent of public schools to ensure that schools hold observances for Lincoln's birthday, Washington's birthday, Memorial Day, and Flag Day. In 1897, the governor of New York ordered the displaying of the flag over all public buildings in the state, an observance considered by some to be the first official recognition of the anniversary of, of the anniversary of the adoption of the flag outside of schools. Another claim comes from Philadelphia. In 1893, the Society of Colonial Dames succeeded in getting a resolution passed to have the flag displayed on all of the city's public buildings. Elizabeth Duane Gillespie, a direct descendant of Benjamin Franklin and the president of the Colonial Dames of Pennsylvania, that same year tried to get the city to call June 14th Flag Day. Resolutions by women were not granted much notice, however, and it was not until May 7, 1937, that Pennsylvania became the first state to establish the June 14th Flag Day as a legal holiday. Flag Day is a nationwide observance today, but Pennsylvania is the only state that recognizes it as a legal holiday. Bernard J. Singrand, a school teacher in Wabeca, did I say that right? Wabeka? Sounds good to me, brother. Wabeka. Wabeka, Wisconsin, <laughs> reported, reportedly spent years trying to get Congress to declare June 14 as a national holiday. Although his attempts failed, the day was widely observed. Father of the Flag Day honors have been given to William T. Kerr, who was credited with founding the American Flag Day Association in 1888 while still a schoolboy in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Both President Wilson in 1916 and President Coolidge in 1927 issued proclamations asking for June 14th to be observed as the National Flag Day. But it wasn't until August 3rd, 1949, that Congress approved the national observance and President Harry Truman signed it into law. Wow. Wow. That was a mouthful, brother. That's impressive, man. Impressive. Uh, You know, (laughs) you would think that maybe considering the flag is the symbol of the United States, that it would have been a holiday rather sooner than it did. you got to be kidding me, 1949? Well, I mean, it's, it's like any new idea. It's got, it, it, it's, got to, it's got to grow some legs on its own, and people got to start recognizing it. And I guess once, once, it, once it got that way, it was ready to roll. Man, that's just that's bananas, man. Man, I yeah. appreciate you uh, divulging all that history there, man. That was freaking cool. It was all good out. Hey, I know. You know, all the research I did on that has been well worth it. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Skippy, brother. Thanks, Skippy. (laughs) Hey, guys, if you have a home that is in need of repair or is outdated or even worse, you got it from the loss of a loved one, maybe in a divorce or whatever, uh, and you need to sell it fast because you just don't want to fool with it anymore. Maybe it's in bad shape, got some bad storm damage, extremely outdated. Maybe you just look at it and go, man, it's a time capsule from the 70s. It's time to go don't have the money or time to fool with it, uh, you might want to visit our good friends over at Rodman Properties, guys. They have an amazing website called iBuyDeSoto.com. 
They do uh, houses around this area, especially Olive Branch, South Haven, where they buy them, fix them up, and either resell them or turn them into rental units. Now, I understand that sometimes kind of brings some grimace or some anger, but this is a local company that only works locally with the people here. Does not is not an outside national company that's soaking them up and just trying to make a buck at the expense of the communities. They really do a great job of making things better. This is a place you want to check out. That is iBuyDeSoto.com. All right, and our last piece of local news here, uh, North Central Electric Cooperative has some pretty big news for residents of Olive Branch. Fiber construction continues on to the Miller phase. Uh, Contractors Henkels and McCoy and Vantage Point Solutions will be handling the fiber construction in the Miller phase for North Central Connect. Beginning last week and from now on until completion, work will be ongoing in the following subdivisions and surrounding areas in Olive Branch and DeSoto County. That's going to be out there at Belmore Lakes, Mitchell's Corner, the Estates of Southern Trails, Andrews Park, and Creekside Estate. Contractors and subcontractors will have place cards identifying themselves as working for North Central. That's important that you all know that. You will see them in the utility easements and public rights of way on your property, boring and installing duct and fiber. It is their intent to leave with minimal impact on your property. But if you have any questions, please call North Central at 662-895-2151. I'm going to give a little plug here, brother. I have right. North Central Fiber. I was in phase one, okay? I was the very first gotcha. area. 1,000 megabytes, seventy nine ninety five a month. It is amazing. They installed it. It took about three or four weeks. Once you sign up, let them know. They give you an email that they're coming out. Um, you know, it's a three or four different crews come out, which is kind of unique because they, they'll run the wire over to your house or to your closest utility pole or utility area. Yeah. Then you'll have a company who will bore a underground tube to the house. And then you have somebody who actually, get this, they blow a string through that tube to hold it in there. And then the last person comes out and they hook the string up to the fiber, pull it through to the house and connect it to the box. And then finally you have a person who comes in and sets it all up in the house to make sure everything's working, tests it and make sure the customer is 100% happy. Um, it was a unique process. They were very friendly, uh, very knowledgeable, gave me a lot of insight and it is fantastic. Fiber internet is, is screaming fast. It's unreal. Uh, but luckily in my neighborhood, we're able to tap, tap in to, uh, to cable fiber, but out where I'm at, they're, they're running, uh, fiber optic everywhere now. And, you know, they've been on, on our street, uh, getting all the lines run on, on the utility poles. And they're probably just going to be a couple of weeks away from having fiber. And especially out where I live out in the country where there's not a lot of internet access out there. I just have to be fortunate because of where I live. Uh, they're, they're going to be getting a lot of business going on. And, uh, like I said, uh, that, that fiber it's, it's, you get tons of speed, not only download, but uploading as well. So when you have to upload videos to YouTube, like I have to do now, it, it's not going to take all night to get it done anymore. It'll take a matter of 60, 60 seconds in most cases. Yeah. So I'm glad, I'm glad that's happening. No doubt. No doubt. By the way, YouTube channel is awesome. Guys, if you haven't gone Thank and you. checked it out, man, uh, Tintoni Family Kitchen, that is on YouTube. It is, they have two videos up. Uh, and they are hilarious. They're informative. They're easy to follow. Uh, and so please go there now and, you know, check them out and hit that subscribe button. You don't want to miss this stuff. They're just a wonderful couple, wonderful friends that make an well, absolute amazing product. And I look forward to the next video this Thursday. Well, I appreciate that, man. We're going to keep doing them uh, weekly through the summer. And then, uh, you know, when life goes back into uh, – regular mode and school starts again we'll be doing them bi-weekly but yeah every thursday uh check us out uh at 12 noon anytime after that we'll have our new episodes up i appreciate that a lot no problem brother as always guys we hope you enjoyed our news and remember if you'd like to advertise with ob podcast this is a great great time the summer before we get into the fall um if you want to reach out to us at the ob podcast at gmail.com we are cheaper than any radio any ads around here and we reach a much broader range of people please give us a holler if you are interested Kids in a separate
still doing now What I was doing then Chasing you All right, T, let's get over to these dad jokes, man. Of course, this is brought to you by my insurance man, the insurance man of OB Pod. That is Allie Edgelolly of Alpha Insurance, the ace agency of Olive Branch. Guys, we've been talking about it. Going to the pump is killer. Uh, prices at the uh, grocery store are killer. You need to find a place to you know help your budget, and there's no better place to check out my guy, Allie. If he can save you some money for the year, why not go check it out? Alpha Insurance is a reputable company here in Olive Branch, the state to Mississippi all across and you're going to get better coverage at a lower price and you're going to have an insurance agent that really does care about you who will actually talk to you on the phone and that right there being personal is a huge deal call his office which is right over there at Goodman Road at 662-893-0928 or you can even call his personal cell and that is 1-843-324-0930 all right T I've got some good ones for you today. At least I hope so, man. You know, you got three right, good hit, jokes hit for me. you. Here we go, brother. Hit me. All right, man. So, T, welcome <laughs> to the Star Wars Cooking Channel. Today, we are cooking oh. Wookiee meat. Remember, first step is to always tenderize it well. Otherwise, it'll be chewy. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, my God. <laughs> Cut All it right, against T. the grain, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. It, Cut that's it against it, the grain. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, T, of course, we're always shopping for new jobs, looking for better money, right? My job recruiter told me the pay starts around $40,000, but it could go up to $80,000 later. I decided I'll just wait till later. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that fits today's society, that's for There's sure. I'm no doubt. tell you what, man. Yep. Oh, my gosh. That's horrible. T, get this, man. New experience. I am reading a horror book in Braille. Something bad is going to happen. I can feel it. Oh, my. <laughs> As always, guys, we hope you enjoyed our dad jokes. And remember, to tell your friends, your family, and your coworkers to hit subscribe on our podcast. Those are pretty good. <laughs> All right, man, let's get to riddle me this. T, I've got a couple for you. These are short and sweet. You probably might get them. I'm not sure, but I had to throw them in there. They were pretty good. Number one, I am not alive, but I grow. I don't have lungs, but I need air. I don't have a mouth, but water kills me. What am I? In all fairness, I know the answer to this because, believe it or not, this was once a a funny bonus question on one on one of my biology tests uh, really? that I gave gave in high school. Yeah, yeah. Well, go ahead and enlighten uh, it, it, enlighten the, the fans here, brother. It, it's fire. That is correct. Good job. That brother. is good, correct. That's good right. job. Good job. Thank right. you. Appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> what do, what do I win now? <laughs> uh, we'll get to you after the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tell you the second riddle. What runs around the entire yard without moving? Hmm. What runs around the whole yard without moving? I have no earthly idea. Answer is... Fence. Uh, uh, okay. All right there, Einstein. Yeah, man. That's pretty yeah, good. Man. I like that one. All right. Yeah. Yeah. It is always nice to see you. Just the man behind the counter to the woman who is coming.
I tell you, it's time for our motivational message, brother. And like we said before, these are some of my favorite parts. And this one is, man, this one's like a dagger, man. I got to tell you, listening to this audio, it really speaks to me. And I know I say that a lot, but you know, there are things in life you figure out the hard way. And this is one of them. And that is friendship. You find out who your friends are. You find out how things go, where things go, and you sometimes you, you learn who your friends are in, you know, an unfortunate way. Um, you know, I'll give you a great example. Um, when I was a younger fella, um, you know, I was with a guy. We were at a, an establishment having a few drinks. And, you know, we were there with a few people. And what do you call it? Uh, you know, some, a disagreement happened. And before you know it, somebody had a broken bottle to my friend's throat. You know, and, um, you know, and the guy that Dang. he considered his best friend, it kind of just backed up and, you know, left him in lurch. I walked over there and just kind of, hey, man, let's chill, you know, help de-escalate the situation. And, you know, and nobody got hurt. You know, it was about to get yeah. ugly. We walked outside. The guy gave me a hug and was like, you know, I appreciate you being there for me, Zach. That, that was huge. And he told me later, he goes, you know what? The other guy that was with us, that was who I thought was my best friend. But he sure didn't act like my best friend right there. He didn't have my back. He was, you know, and the right. guy over here that you didn't think that as much was the one that stood up. You know what I mean? And so he really appreciated that. And, uh, you know, the funny thing is, is that he actually reciprocated that with me. Later on that year, we were driving down the road and we were in and we were in college, and a truck pulled out in front of us, and uh, you know everybody they threw the birds, and my buddy was with me. You know he threw a bird out the window, and well you know that truck turns around and starts following us, and we drove into Hernando and pulled over into the infamous car wash. If you're from Hernando, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> we pulled out, you know what? Get out of the car. Me and my buddy are two big offensive linemen. You know, not scared of much of anything. And this older gentleman pulls away. He's about 20, 30 feet away from us, pulls out, gets out of the car, and just hangs out by his door. And he's an older guy. You know, his 50s, you know, and he's cussing and running his mouth. And all of a sudden, two more guys come out of the truck. They take their shirts off, and you know, we're about to rumble right there, you know. And Scott wow. and my buddy Scott looks at me and puts his arm across my chest and said, we're going to wait. And I was like, what do you mean? He goes, until he, go, until he walks from that truck, we're not going anywhere near this. You know, like that. And I said, okay. And about that time, a local police officer, one of our good friends, okay, grew up in, in Hernando and he works for the school district now, old Scooter, he pulled up. He's a big old fella. Now, he makes me look small. He back bench pressed the house, oh literally. Oh and he gosh. pulls up. Okay. <laughs> and with his blue lights, he sees us. You know, it looks like the OK Corral right there at the Hernando car wash. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the three other people in the, in the truck all get nervous. You know, Scooter comes over, unclips his firearm, and says, you're all going to freeze. He walks over there. That older gentleman had a 9 millimeter pistol sitting in the front seat waiting oh, on us to walk up. My. And that's when I looked at you know my buddy Scott, and I said, man, I thank you. I love you, man. Otherwise, if we had started walking forward, we might not be breathing today. You know, that's and right. so, and so, wow. scooter, scooter. You never know. Exactly. You just never know. And that's where you got to come to understand what's worth it, what's real. But anyway, I say all that to say this is that I found out who my friend was, and somebody found out that I was a friend in a bad in a bad situation. But there's ways you can find out who your friends are in good situations and bad, you know, bad and everything else. But I want I encourage everyone to listen to this audio. It speaks to me. I think it speaks to everybody in some way. And you know, and so let's go to this audio now. There are two things we should never have to chase, true friends and true love. People make time for who they want to make time for. People text and reply to people they want to talk to. When someone tells you that they're too busy continuously, believe them. Don't try to convince them otherwise. Don't try to force them to make time for you. If they want to, they will. It hurts, but you can't force someone to have feelings for you. Remember, the genie in Aladdin could do everything apart from that. You shouldn't have to beg someone to love you. You shouldn't have to beg someone to care. Okay, so let me say this, all right? Uh, that, that hits me pretty hard, and it has it it hit me hard more so, I would say, in the last year or two than probably any other time in my, in my adult life. You know, here, here's what I've learned. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of acquaintances meaning that there are people that I get along with that people I can joke with uh, 
people that love to to accept things and will and, and this is just people in in general they'll take they will consume whatever it is you give them but there's a difference between having acquaintances and friends and friends invest in one another they invest their time they invest their resources they make time for people that love and care for them and sometimes you get hurt even as an adult when you find yourself doing those things for others but the other people apparently just don't feel that way about you however the good thing about it is is that those who want to invest in you and your time they make it all worth it so you don't you may not have uh a lot of friends so to speak and have a bunch of acquaintances but those people that are investing in you as much as you're investing in them you got to do your be- you got to do your best to make sure you keep those people in your life oh there's no doubt there's no doubt and people like that will lift you up in good and bad times people like that will be there by your side and you know it also lets you know who to avoid and who to let go who to, mm-hmm. you know, there are people you consider acquaintances or friends, but are actually toxic to you. And sometimes right. you have to make hard decisions and say this, you know, associating myself with you, it brings more heartache than it does upliftment or joy. Right. <clears throat> sometimes you got to make those tough calls. It, it is what it is. But, but I'll tell you one thing though, what makes it easier, the older I get, the more I realize I ain't got time for that, for all that, all that drama and mess that goes on. Ain't got yeah. time for it, man. Amen, brother. You know, whatever time I got left, it's too short to have to worry about whether or not someone, you know, uh, wants to like me or or or, or some some anything along those lines. So, you know, I'm going to invest time in people that I love and I care about and who feel the same way I do. You know, our our life paths. I don't mind sharing this as well. You know, I I I, I left for a little while and and you know, life took me in different directions and but. Uh, uh, you know, you and I, we've been friends a long time and there've been times where it may, may have been months had gone by because, you know, we're not working together anymore or whatnot as well. But, uh, I, I would tell you, I think you've always been a better friend to me than I am to you because a lot of times even when those things were going on, it seemed like you were, you would be the one to reach out to me. Anyway, I, I just want, I want, just want folks to know how much I, I appreciate you and uh, how I know I can rely on you and I can talk to you about things and you never sugarcoat anything about me. (laughs) And and, and that that means a lot to me as well. So, folks, if you can find somebody that that means a lot to you uh, as far as a friendship goes like that, that you know you can always trust and count on and call on those those people, then God bless you. You're a very blessed person because I know I am. (laughs) I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. Well, I try to live by the fact of telling people straight up, and I think that if you know that up front, that I'll tell you that because I care about you, not because right. I'm trying to hurt you, then right. you can be a lot better. Because like I said, most of the people I consider my true friends, they know I call it like it is. And if I'm not happy about something, I wear it like a cheap shirt that's stuck all over me. And I, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I, I, I don't let it, I don't let it fester. I'm going to tell you about it and everything else and you know and i ain't perfect and then i hope that if i said it or did something wrong you'd let me know because it's better to yeah. go ahead and have, be a, have an open relationship and just tell folks how you feel because when you hold stuff back and you you know you sunk it all down then you're the one who's getting who is being eaten up by it and so just let it go <laughs> man let it go yep well appreciate that t as always guys we hope you got something out of that motivational message it is like i said it is truly my favorite part of the episode and i hope y'all really enjoyed it Sticks and stones <laughs> All right, now it's time for Random Facts Stories You Likely Didn't Know, brought to you by Old Town Fitness. If you're looking for a non-typical gym that reaches its clients in a friendly group atmosphere without pressure or judgment, this is the place for you. Go check it out and meet the amazing owners who want to help you reach your goals today. They're located at 9045 Highway 178 in Olive Branch. There are Their hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to noon, and then again from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Saturday, they're open from 8 a.m. to 10, and they have those famous Chick-fil-A hours. They are closed on Sunday. That's right, man. Jesus Chicken. Jesus Chicken. That's right. <laughs>
We'll take it. All right, Zach, did you know? All right, Zach, did you know a Dogecoin investor? I've never heard of Dogecoin before. Then again, I don't have much money. The investor sued Elon Musk for $258 billion over supporting crypto. He said that he lost money after investing in Elon Musk-supported crypto Dogecoin. Along with Musk, he has sued Tesla and SpaceX also. Yeah, so um, this is a load of crap. I can't imagine that the yeah. court will throw this out immediately. Uh, he doesn't own Dogecoin, which I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, he is just a strong supporter of it, uh, and he advertises it on Twitter and other places. It's something he likes to do. It has taken a massive hit. Now, they're going, here's the thing. There are thousands and thousands of people who became millionaires because of this crypto. And here recently, people have been losing their shirt on it like everybody else is. You know, it's not right. it's not just this one crypto. And so just the idea that somebody is suing for $258 million, billion. Dollars, but what, I mean, come on, man. Whatever. I, hey, well, look, I was just looking at my 401k the other night. And, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Since 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 January 1st, uh, it, it's it's down 25%. Jesus. Yeah, it's it's huge. So I've got to look at uh, redoing that out. But you know, I, I I guess I can just just sue the investment firm and get my money back. Yeah, you should go for it. Yeah, I think I should. Hey, that's one way to get get your name in this segment. There you go. <laughs> All right, Zach. Did you know in the operatic song "The Fifth Element," composer Eric Sierra purposely wrote unsingable things so she'd sound like an alien when opera singer. Inva Mules came for the part. She sang 85% of what Eric thought was technically impossible and the rest being assembled in the studio. That's incredible, man. So here's the thing. I snuck this in here for you on this one. The Fifth Element is one of my favorite movies of all time. Okay, bar none. You know, and it's, it is, was so ahead of its time. It's so visionary. It is just such a unique film. It's by one of my favorite directors, and that is Luke Benson. Um, this is the same guy who did The Professional, and he has done some other really cool stuff. He's a he's a visionary with his with – it's like an artistic platform when he does his movies. This movie's fantastic. It's Bruce Willis and Gary Oldman and Mila Jovovich is the fifth element in the movie, and it is really cool. But in this scene of the movie – there is a person, you know, an alien who is singing in like an opera style song and it will blow your mind away because it's, it's so non-traditional what you think of as an opera performance. And that's supposed mm-hmm. to signify it's from an alien, you know, race and so on. And so when this, when this, when I read this, this makes so much sense now. So if, if you have not gone and seen the fifth element, which was made probably 20 years ago, by the way, um, mm-hmm. you need to go watch it. It is a fantastic movie. It is sci-fi fantasy action and even some love and some great humor. It's just an all around great movie. So it's better than Abraham Lincoln vampires. Later. You're never going to let me go on this. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> worst movie ever in my life <laughs> is your home or business in need of some restoration work maybe a water pipe burst or you have some storm damage there is an expert company right here in DeSoto County that can handle all your needs Brian Rowe and his team of DeSoto Cleaning does expert restoration work they will make sure the job is perfect to your satisfaction Look them up on Facebook at DeSoto Cleaning LLC, and that is the capital LLC. They also provide other cleaning service, such as steam cleaning carpets, tile, and grout. Or if you'd like to call them on the phone today, you can call them at 662-710-2698, or you can email Brian personally at R-O-W-E underscore 41 at hotmail.com. All right, moving on. All right, Zach, did you know that in the... Hey, I'm fixing to butcher this one, by the way. Did you know in the 15th century, roughly 500 B.C., judges found to be corrupt would be skinned alive for the crime? One judge named Sisamese, or whatever it is, had it the worst of all of them all. He was found to be a corrupt royal judge from the time of Cambius II in Persia. It was discovered that he took a bribe in court and passed an unfair sentence. As a consequence, the king ordered him to be arrested as a provocateur and ordered that he be skin alive. 
His skin was used to upholster the seat in which he had presided over the trials. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) In which his son had to sit and and was chosen to replace him. His son, Otanes, was forced to remember the origin of leather so that he would take it into account in his hearings, deliberations, and sentences. Man, you want to talk about some motivation. Don't you dare screw up, buddy. You're sitting on your dad. (laughs) I'll tell you, this was that one I was talking about that was off there, off the Richter scales. This one, woo. Oh, my God. I couldn't imagine sitting in a chair. Knowing that this was your father's skin, and the hey, reason I, you're sitting I, on it is because he was a corrupt. Wow, man! I would, hey, I would have made, I would have made it a, a mess every time I sat down in it because I'd be scared I'd be next. Wow, Good I mean, it's gracious. Woo-hoo. All right, moving on to the last one. Thank God. Did you know that the United States is ranked number three out of 193 countries in the world? For its murder rate, but if you took the five cities with the strongest gun laws in the United States, which are St. Louis, Chicago, Detroit, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C., if you took them all out of the equation, the United States would then be ranked number 189 out of 193. How about that? That, that. Is saying something. <laughs> I mean, so look, I don't try to get on the politics side of things when it comes to you know gun violence, schools, et cetera, so on. You know, evil is evil in my world. But man, when you look at that numbers right there, I mean, you really looked at it. You, you took just five cities, just five out of the United States that happened to have the strictest gun laws of all, and we would be changed from number three. To number four, dead last? I mean, that says a lot. Well, here's another thing to consider. I will make it political. I'm pretty sure that all five of those cities have a Democratic-run city government. That is correct. That is correct. That is 100% blue. As always, guys, hope you enjoyed those and learned something new. And remember, don't be corrupt because you might be sitting <laughs> in the wrong chair. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. <laughs> and all the girlies say I'm pretty fly for a white girl. All right, guys, it's time for that sports section. This is a very short and sweet one, and uh, I know this is going to be tough on you, T, because this is not your team, but we wanted to say congrats to the Ole Miss baseball team as they have earned them a trip to Omaha, uh, which is a rare thing. It's only This is only the second time it's happened under their current coach, Mr. Bianco, um, in a long, what, 22-year span. Uh, and here's the funny thing. Halfway through this season, they were calling for his resignation. They were letting it hey, be known. Two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, they were calling for his resignation. Yeah, uh, he was, as far as everybody knew, was done in Ole Miss. And suddenly, they go down to Miami and do a fantastic job, come out of there, and then come up here and play Southern Miss, win two good games and a shutout performance, and earn themselves a trip to Omaha. Stunning the SEC West. Uh, it's just absolutely, uh, you know, Incredible, considering where they were earlier this season, you know. And well, so, when when you when you considered a fan base that two three weeks ago were, were ready to just toss him out, it reminds me of that scene in Dumber and Dumber when Jim Carrey is coming down the hill and and that little motorcycle. Oh yeah, little moped. Uh, and he ta- and 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 he, and he tells he tells his buddy that you know he he traded the van for it, and he and his buddy goes to him. He says. I can't believe you went and did something like that, and you totally redeemed yourself. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, I'm happy for the Ole Miss fans. They finally have something that they can be happy about, Uh, so that's one thing. I will tell you, though, um, I'm pulling for Notre Dame, but I've got two good reasons for it. First of all, Look, Mississippi State, we, you know, we we, had, we tanked this year. Our top three pitchers, all three of them, had some Tommy John surgery. And uh, that, that hurt a lot. We actually had uh, slightly more runs per game than we did last year. But pitching pitching was, was, was just our, our Achilles heel uh, uh, for this year. But I'm pulling for Notre Dame. And reason number one is is because uh, my dad was a big Notre Dame fan growing up. 
and you know my my dad passed away in 2005 and they're in the college world series so out of respect for my for my for my late father i'm pulling for notre dame go irish and uh the other thing is is that you know last year in the super regionals in startville we played notre dame and uh that was probably the toughest team we probably faced all year uh they beat the mess out of us in game one and we had to come back i think in game two and three in order to win the super regionals to go to omaha so uh, that's why i'm pulling for notre dame mostly because of my dad and then also because they were down here down there down they were down here last year for the super regional but well, i can uh, tell you a lot of luck. folks were pulling for them when they played tennessee <laughs> the oh, all oh, the antics man, that happened yeah. on that <laughs> man, man that was I, bad. I, you if you didn't see uh twitter and all the social media uh, the moment notre dame beat tennessee everybody was ripping tennessee a new one man, man. i'm gonna tell you i've never but, seen you know, so many when, notre dame fans come out of the woodwork for a game <laughs> well, you know, from, 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 from Tennessee's coach to all their players, you know, just being cocky and argumentative and just, I mean, just, oh, man. And, you know, you, you, you get a good hit and, you know, you're rounding first base going to second and you're flipping off the center fielder and stuff like that. Hey, man, you know, that's Bush League. That's Bush League ball. Straight up, Bush uh, League. You need, you need to go back down to Dizzy Dean where, where you think that, you know, you're just all that. <laughs> that's all Dizzy there is Dean. to it. So all those all those Tennessee fans that are listening right now, I hope you enjoy the College World Series like you've never done before. You got exactly what you deserved. Yeah, I heard that. I heard that. <laughs> well, guys, as always, we appreciate you listening to us. And if you enjoy our show, we ask you to go check out our brother podcast, Under the Water Tower, which does a great job talking about their local community of Hernando. They cover everything over there and also have some fun with it. It's a great listen. Again, go check out Under the Water Tower. Well, T, that's a wrap for this week, as always, man. So I really appreciate you joining me. And so until next week, I'm Zach. And I'm T. We'll see y'all then. There's two things that you're going to find out. She fights like a man and she cusses real loud. If I was smarter, I'd have stayed